It's really hard to get convicted of anything in New York, unless you're Donald Trump. And Kamala Harris makes a complete ass out of herself. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Uh, I'm sorry. We went to Las Vegas. We didn't get back on time, so I didn't do another podcast. Sorry about that. It happens. We did get our wedding completed just in time for me to find out we may not be getting married. So uh, that trip was pretty much for nothing. So well, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Things always change. Now, I've been gone for three days. And there is some big news down the wire. So let's get to the news. My gosh, you take a simple week off and suddenly the world goes to crap and you miss a lot of the things. Now, when I was in Vegas, I didn't pay attention to the news. So I didn't go over the news until probably... Saturday and then I saw what was happening and I I gotta tell you I'm pretty much shocked okay so apparently the heat is really turned up on the Hunter Biden investigation now a lot of this is from Fox News and I have to I have to quote it simply because this is so complicated as far as where this money came from and how this money got passed along to Hunter Biden. And I think it's really important to understand how this is all happening. So the Biden family received more than a million dollars in payments from a business associate named Rob Walker. His name is Robinson. That's going to be kind of important to understand. From Chinese Ventures back in 2017. Now this was all discovered by the House Oversight Committee. Okay, so it's a good thing that the Republicans took the House. Too bad they couldn't take the Senate. Okay, here it goes. Walker worked for with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's brother, Jim, and with a business associates, James Gillier and Tony Bobolinsky. Now, if Bobolinsky sounds familiar, that's because he's the one that broke this whole thing. He is the actual witness that said... Hunter Biden was getting money from uh, from the Chinese and Ukrainians, and Joe Biden was getting kickbacks. He was considered, quote, the big guy, quote. They worked for a venture called Sinahawk Holdings, which is a partnership with a Chinese energy firm called CEFC. Now, a spokesman for Hunter Biden's legal team confirmed the payments on Thursday. But he stressed that the accounts only belonged to Hunter Biden, to Joe, Bi- to um, Jim Biden, and to Hunter Biden's lover slash Joe Biden's dead son's Bo Biden's uh, wife Holly, and nobody else. So what they're basically doing is they are stressing that yes, they they can't hide this anymore. They did take payments from China, but Joe Biden had nothing to do with it. Of course, Tony Bobolinsky knows this is just not true. Continuing, this is again all from Fox News. I'm I'm 
you know, making this up as I go. The records revealed that on March 1st, 2017, less than two months after then-Vice President Joe Biden left office, State Energy HK Limited, a separate Chinese company, wired $3 million to Robinson Walker LLC. The next day, Robinson Walker LLC wired $1,065,000 to a European energy and infrastructure group in Abu Dhabi, a company associated with James Gilliar. After Robinson Walker LLC account received the $3 million from the State Energy AK Limited, the Biden family members and their companies began receiving incremental payments over a period of, of approximately three months. The recipients of the money included Holly Biden, companies associated with Hunter Biden, and James Biden, and an unknown bank account identified only, only as Biden. Could that Biden be, I don't know, Joe? According to the committee, President Biden's daughter-in-law, Holly Biden, the widow of President Biden's son, Beau, who was later romantically involved with Hunter, received payments from Walker's account, Robinson Walker LLC, in March 2017, totaling $25,000. Of course, they're not implicating Joe, and they have not said a thing about who this, quote, big guy is, end quote. And now we have a, uh, we have an account with just Biden, a bank account with just Biden that is receiving payments. Now, I may be way off here. This sounds like pure corruption. It sounds like absolute corruption here from a Chinese company. And if you look at, okay, so the Chinese company gives this Robinson LLC $3 million. Then that three mil, of that $3 million, $1 million is wired to a company in Abu, Abu, Grab, Abu Dhabi. And then that money is sent to the Bidens. That sounds like money laundering. What an incredible story this is. Of course, the media is not talking about it. What they are talking about, though, they are talking about Donald Trump being arrested. So that's what happened on Friday. So on Friday, um, apparently there was some discussion with Secret Service and with uh, the police departments and the correctional facilities in New York because there is an expectation that Donald Trump will be indicted for and be charged for um, problems when he paid $130,000 to Stormy Daniels back in 2016. Now, what the charges stem from, they stem from Trump actually hiding the payment to Stormy Daniels through Michael Cohen, and from an affair back in 2006. Now, this all happened in 2016. So, basically, Trump wanted to pay off Stormy Daniels. Michael Cohen was Trump's fixer. So, Michael Cohen paid Stormy Daniels $130,000. Uh, 
Donald Trump paid back Michael Cohen in increment payments and then on his books hid the information. He actually put it as a business expense. Now, he didn't put it, apparently what they didn't get was, I, I think this is weird because I thought they were going after it being a campaign, a campaign fraud, but they didn't do that. <coughs> so, we do not know the exact charges, but if these are the charges, this is what gets weird. This is a misdemeanor, a misdemeanor. You can get a misdemeanor by crossing the street illegally. Not to mention the big problem, if this these are the charges from 2016, it's already gone past the statute of limitations. So people are waiting for the I'm waiting for this. This can't be it. There's gotta be something they're gonna they're gonna sit back fraud or something, because this is nothing. The Alvin Bragg, the liberal DA from Manhattan, is bringing these charges bringing these charges is absolutely amazing considering he doesn't charge rapists and murderers and i am not kidding about that manhattan is it does not charge anybody for anything and this case does not seem really solid now of course republicans are throwing fits even mike pence who doesn't like trump and has criticized trump publicly is saying this is purely political, and it is political. And of course, the Democrats, at first, they didn't say anything. They said absolutely nothing, because they didn't know how to even respond to this, because no one knew the charges. And then, finally, this weekend, you're hearing all of the most corrupt Democrats sit there and say nobody is above the law. Here's the reality. Can I tell you something? If the, if the justice system was truly equal... Half the Democrats and Republicans would be in jail right now. They're all corrupt. And I'm not just talking Democrats. But to hear Nancy Pelosi, who's making millions of dollars a year on uh, investments and selling investments, when she designs the policy, is just absolutely amazing to me. And by the way, yeah, no one investigates that. Now, the big question so far, and so far Trump has said, yes, he, he said on Truth Social, yes, I'm getting arrested. It will be on Tuesday. I don't know if that's the truth. I got a feeling it probably is because they're dealing with the Secret Service. The Secret Service has to worry about this. So this is probably all true, but we don't know. We won't know. The question, the big question that the media is asking is, will there be a perp walk? Will he actually be in handcuffs? and walked in front of the media in handcuffs? That's a big question. Now, for Trump, this is a great campaign. This is great for the, his campaign. He would, I would think he would actually request a perp walk. Because if these are the Mickey Mouse charges that they're actually going with, and it sounds like they are, then he's going to get off Alvin Bragg is going to look like an ass because Alvin Bragg ran on, became the DA by saying he was going to indict Trump of something. They've been investigating Trump since 2016. Never found anything. So it, it, this is going to be one of two things. Statute of limitations 
or malicious prosecution, which you know Trump is going to push. And it's going to be a political trial. But if he's perp-walked and people see that, they're going to sit back and people are going to flip out. Elon Musk and Scott Adams said that if this happens, if Trump is indicted, not even if there is a perp walk, he is going to win the election in 2024. Now, I'm not sure about that. I'm really not sure about that. But this stuff does make Trump look like, I mean, almost a hero. It's just incredible stuff. Um, but here's something that really... Oh, here's the other thing. This is the reality. Trump is not going to spend one minute behind bars. I was listening to a um, a Twitter a, a Twitter conversation, and there is a one of the guys there was a DA for Manhattan, and the problem New York has is New York is a no bail no cash bail state, so it's very hard to get a judge to sit there and say, hey, bail. This is why it's important for Trump to actually show up. Because he lives in Florida. If he goes through the entire um, extradition thing, that's going to be a problem for him. And a judge may say, no, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot uh, be on the streets because we don't know if you'll show up, so I'm going to put a bail on you. But the reality, But what this guy said was, no, we can't do that at all because it's against the law. So leave it to the liberals to create laws that when they finally get someone indicted, they can't do anything with them. So, and, and this being a misdemeanor, it's usually just a fine. Even if he's, if he's convicted, I don't think he'll get convicted. It doesn't sound like he's going to get convicted because of the statute of limitations. Trump will serve no time in jail, zero time in jail. And of course, being a misdemeanor, this is not going to infect him at all. Now, that's assuming that's what he's being indicted for. We don't know what he's being indicted for. Can't wait for Tuesday or Wednesday, later on this week. Um, Trump says Tuesday, the DA will not, Alvin Bragg will not talk about it. So we don't really know what's happening, but he's probably not going to, he's probably not going to serve any time. Now, here's the big problem with this whole thing. It's not that this is going to help or hurt Trump during the election. It's not that this is a crappy charge. It's not even whether Trump is guilty or not guilty. This is becoming, this is a disaster for our country. A disaster for our country. This is the banana republic that people keep saying, we're heading towards a banana republic well, we're not heading to the Banana Republic anymore. We are the Banana Republic. Because you've got DAs, you've got law enforcement, you've got justice departments are now hunting people based solely off their politics. And that should scare everyone. This, I mean, this is scary stuff. Okay, in our last news story, um, a company that really has been hit hard by the in, by inflation uh, is Dollar Tree. So Dollar Tree, you'll remember back in 2020, um, their biggest claim was that they averaged their products average a dollar. So you walk into Dollar Tree 
and everything was a dollar. Then inflation happened, and in 2022, Dollar Tree said, well, our average prices, and they had to say this because they don't want to get into trouble, they get sued for false advertising or anything. Then the Dollar Tree decided, okay, and we talked about this in the podcast when it happened, the Dollar Tree decided to say, well, our average prices are no longer a dollar, the average price is going to be a dollar twenty-five. Well, inflation ain't going anywhere. And finally, what they've decided to do, Dollar Tree has decided, we're not going to sell eggs anymore. Now, why are they not selling eggs? And as if you need to be told this, eggs are up 60, uh, 55 to 60%. They're averaging $5 a dozen. And of course, Dollar Tree says, and they said this, this is the quote, our company price point at Dollar Tree is 125 The cost of eggs is currently too high. And so they're pulling eggs. So uh, amazing. And by the way, um, we've got some bad news for you. Guess what's coming up? Easter. They're expecting eggs to go up again because of the rush on eggs for Easter. <laughs> what a world we're living in. Okay, that was the news. So let's get to our first story, maybe our last story, because we're already running late. Um, and our first story is Kamalaisms and a whole bunch of them. So Kamala is trying to remake her image again. Um, I don't know what she's trying to do, but rest assured, all she's doing is showing how stupid she really is. Uh, for some reason, her staff tries to make her show, tries to make her look smart by putting her in front of cameras, and that only seems to show how stupid she really is. Understand something, I know why she's doing this. She wants to be the first female president, and she's one step away. Biden keeps failing when navigating stairs. He fell again last week, by the way. Uh, so she's thinking he's going to break a hip or something, and she's golden, and she's in. Unfortunately, old Joe ain't cooperating, and he just keeps punting on, keeps moving on. And so she needs to sell herself more. So she can continue to be vice president because I'm sure she thinks that old Joe ain't going to make it another four years, but he needs to win the next election. So she decides to go on Stephen Colbert's show for whatever reason. And you know what? It just didn't help her much at all. So here she is with Stephen Colbert. And he asks her what the biggest issue the Biden administration is working on right now. Her answer is amazing, but shouldn't be all that surprising. Listen. Let's assume for a moment that President Biden is going to run again. What do you imagine this next election is going to be about? What are going to be the major yeah. issues that will de define this election? I think it will be, as the president has said, about seeing it through and building on the momentum that we have achieved thus far. I mean, think about it. In only the last two years... We have, by my estimate, with the bills and the, the legislation that we have passed, we are putting up to $1 trillion on the streets of America on the issue of the climate um, crisis, around investment in resilience and adaptation. 
What we are doing, I know there are a lot of students here, and what we are doing in terms of understanding mm -hmm. the importance of reducing greenhouse gas emissions, but also this, this very exciting moment in the world around a new economy we are building, a clean energy economy. And what that means, not only in terms of the jobs we are creating, including American-based manufacturing, but what we rightly are doing to prioritize the importance of clean air and clean water. Well Wait, what? Huh? Am I missing something? So, we got to worry about the climate, quote, crisis, end quote. We have a border crisis. We have high inflation. We have a high deficit. We have a deficit we can't control. We have an overdose crisis. We have a banking crisis. The banking crisis could push us into a depression. We have a crime crisis, homelessness. A war in Ukraine and a, pen, a potential war with a very aggressive China. But no, we did spend a trillion dollars to combat the sun monster? Is she freaking kidding me? You know what, Democrats? That's what you guys want to buy? Please run on this. I dare you. Run on this in 2024. Okay, well... Again, Kamala, I, I, hate, I wish I could say that. No, I'm glad I can say that that is not the stupidest thing she said. It's up there, but it's not the stupidest thing. The stupidest thing she said, and I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out if this is the stupidest thing. I think it's up there, is what she says when she asks about her job duties. And I got to tell you, this is phenomenal. Listen. Well, I have the great privilege of serving with Joe Biden, who was president of the United States. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly right. Exactly right. But, and and was vice president. Right? Does that affect so, it? Does, does it? Does he understand what it's like to does, be a vice president? He does. And he is... He really is a true partner, and he understands the job. And remember, we came in during the height of the pandemic. Yes. And so, so much of the work was about, okay, we've got to cover a lot of bases, and let's figure out how between us we can do it. Mm -hmm. But he is um, an extraordinary leader, and I wish that people could see what I see, because uh, there's only one person who sits behind that resolute desk. And the decisions that that person has to make are the decisions that nobody else in the country can make. And he's an extraordinary leader. Really? Really? That's an excellent, that's an excellent answer. And uh, the question was, what is the job of the vice president? <laughs> and your answer is part of the job, I'm guessing. Stephen Colbert tries to savor like a good Democrat. Uh, propagandist and it doesn't work now it's really bad if you are you have someone who's your on your ally and he's trying to make you look good trying to make you into what you want to be and he's even pointing out hey um that's not what i asked but that's the whole thing so Colbert goes in a different direction. I mean, in the next line of questioning, he asks her about what she thinks about Ron DeSantis saying that we need to take a more neutral stance on Ukraine. 
And again, the media really messed this up. Uh, I think a lot of people missed what he said or misquoted or just changed their mind. So she decides to go after DeSantis, and she has to go after DeSantis. She absolutely has to. DeSantis is going to be Biden's... Well, I you know what? I don't think... I, I think you could put a squirrel as the candidate next uh, election, and they're going to beat Biden. But DeSantis scares her the most. And she should. He should. Because he is going to be a great candidate. So listen to how Colbert changes the um, the non-answer she just gave him and tries to make it that you can slam her that she can slam a Republican and she does but she kind of fails of um, someone like Governor DeSantis who while there is a strain of isolationism all throughout American history yeah. is saying that this is not in America's strategic interest yeah. to side with the Ukrainians and offer them the material aid they need to defend themselves against an invading power. So, as vice president, I have now met with over 100 world leaders. Presidents, prime ministers, chancellors, and kings. And when you have had the experience of meeting and, and understanding the significance, again, of international rules and norms and the importance of the United States of America standing firm and clear about the significance of sovereignty and territorial integrity, the significance of standing firm against any nation that would try to take by force another nation, if you really understand the issues, you probably would not make statements like that. And, of course, the trained seals in the audience laugh. Now, a couple of things about this whole DeSantis-Ukraine. DeSantis did not say we shouldn't support Ukraine. What DeSantis said is, when is this going to end? Which, by the way, most Republicans do agree with that. We've sent them about $50 billion in cash, another $50 billion in arms. That is more than any other country in Europe combined. Okay, and as far as... DeSantis saying that, you know, Ukraine isn't in our best interest. Why believe that Ukraine's in our best interest? What do we get from Ukraine? I personally think we need to be isolationists now. I We have a really bad economy right now. We have a huge deficit. I think we need to worry about us and not worry about Ukraine. And that's another thing I find amazing. This talk of sovereignty and territorial integrity, when our border is wide effing open, are you freaking kidding me? And by the way, she was supposed to be the border czar, and she effed that up. It's just absolutely incredible that we're sitting back here. I'm listening to this stuff, and I'm. I and by the way, this is what everyone says: we need to protect the borders of a democracy. The territory, we got to protect the territory of Ukraine because they're a democracy or whatever. And they're not a democracy. Uh, Zelensky over there, the president, is actually going out and shutting down churches left and right. They're not a democracy. 
I, I don't want to hear it. And you know what? A real journalist, which is what the Biden administration refuses to deal with, would have countered with that and said, well, wait a minute. I mean, we've got a wide open border here. Why are we worried about the, what is it, territorial integrity of Ukraine? Well, we don't seem to be worried about the territorial integrity of the United States. Seems very, hip, hip, uh, a lot of hypocrisy there. Now comes the stupid. She decides to compare her job to the comedy show Veep. Of course, Veep was canceled. You know, it was about a female vice president and how it was comedy. It was stupid. I never saw it. I saw one show once. Um, from this little story, we've got to assume this is why she's failing. Her staff is as stupid as she is. Just listen to this little story. Okay, so here's the thing, because you and I have visited before. I know you love Veep. <laughs> I do. I, I love Veep. Is it accurate? There is. There are bits of it that are actually quite accurate. And, um, okay, so last week, so my team, they were, we were having long days as usual. And a member of my team decided to do something really sweet for me. So I was out of my office in the West Wing. I was having a meeting across the street and we're walking back toward my office. And he says, I need to tell you something. So I wanted, you know, the winter is almost over. It's really cold today. We haven't lit your fireplace. So I decided when you were in that meeting to light the fireplace. But he forgot to open the flute. <laughs> was like, ma'am, you could not go back to your office. <laughs> Holy cow. First off, it's not a flute. It's a flute. A flu. A flute is a musical instrument. It's when you play. It's a woodwind. Finally, Kamala is questioned about the Willow Project. And the Willow Project was approved by the Biden administration. They op opened up three sites we talked about this last week for oil drilling. This is this really pissed off the environmentalists. Apparently they were protesting. They're still protesting. Of course, when Kamala is faced with a difficult question, like what her job is, she starts a word salad. Let's listen to that. Was there any discussion in the White House about what the blowback would be for approving the Willow Oil Project? Because people have gotten quite upset about it. I think there's some protesters outside right now. Well, I think that the, the, the concerns are based on what we should all be concerned about. But the, the solutions have to be and include what we are doing in terms of going forward, in terms of investments. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. But whatever. Hey, if she is trying to change her image... By going out there and doing more TV shows. By the way, this was her sixth time on the Colbert Show. Sixth time. By trying to change her, by appearing more often on television, she just looks like a dolt. She is not changing her image. Her image looks as exactly the same as it was. You cannot put lipstick on a pig and call it Raquel Welch. It's not going to work. She's as dumb as a log. And this is really disturbing because 
she's as dumb as a log, yet she's sharper than our president. Okay, well, we're done. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I got so much more to do. I can't believe I've already gone through 32 minutes. We'll see if tomorrow President Trump gets arrested. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass of Talking Politics. Thank you.